the Dr. Lori Marbus podcast, and I'd like to welcome our new guest tonight. Her name is Karen Kelly. Did I say that right? She is an L&D nurse in New Jersey, and she has quite the story to tell, and I've really enjoyed um, our pre-podcast discussion, and um, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So, Karen, can you start with telling me first how you even became uh, interested in becoming a nurse, because that's always fun to hear those stories. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to be a nurse since, like, the fifth grade. Um, it was just something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be a pediatric nurse, loved kids, used to babysit all the time. So uh, when I came out of nursing, when I came out of college, I got my bachelor's in nursing. And um, I actually started on out on a pediatric floor, but unfortunately, I didn't pass my boards the first time around. So I had to, when I retook it, um, there wasn't a position available in pediatrics, but they offered me one in the newborn nursery. And lo and behold, it became my passion. And just uh, after working there for a little bit, kind of migrated back to labor and delivery and fell in love with labor and delivery. And that was 32 years ago, and I've never looked back. So I've always been in OB now. Labor and delivery has been the most I've been in, um, but I've also teach prenatal classes, um, breastfeeding educator, um, and but just my passion is still labor and delivery. So I bet you have some amazing stories of bringing those little guys and gals into the world, huh? It's still so amazing. It still brings tears to my eyes with every single delivery that I have. Wow. Um, it's, it's great. I love getting, you know, I love getting to know my patients and hearing their stories. It's such an intimate part, you know, I'm playing such an intimate part in their life. So, um, you know, I try to get them to know me and, so they feel comfortable with me. Right. I know when I delivered my first child, so my mother's name was Pat, my husband's name was Pat, and my nurse was named Pat. And oh. so I just said scream Pat, and some Pat would come running. So <laughs> I tell you that I do have those vivid memories 23 years ago. That's that's really amazing. And thank you for that. I'm sure your, your patients are blessed. Um, so tell us a little bit how you came across the – or the need to come across a plant-based diet and what was going on in your own life. So um, I've struggled with uh, digestive issues pretty much from the time I got pregnant with, uh, I have twin girls, uh, 28 years ago. Um, so I've, I've battled digestive issues and, you know, went from many doctor's visits with many tests and procedures and was always, uh, everything came back negative. It was always, you're fine, nothing's wrong with you. And, you know, give another prescription for uh, reflux or IBS or, you know, any of those um, digestive issues. So I just kind of dealt with it the best I could. And then as I, as I was in my 40s, I started having really bad arthritis in my knees and I had a herniated disc in my back and, you know, went through rounds of shots for both of them, um, was on, you know, Nexium and other protein pump inhibitors off and on. Um, I also dealt with really bad skin irritations, would every winter would break out really bad with contact dermatitis, thinking it was just because I washed my hands a million times and everything. And then I started dealing with menopausal issues, really bad hot flashes, and, and then weight gain, and lots of, you know, low energy. And I was really having a hard time at work because my knees hurt so bad from the arthritis. And I work in a really busy labor and delivery unit, um, and I work 12-hour shifts. So it's, it's a lot of on your legs, it's a lot of moving, it's a lot of physical work. And I literally would cry at the end of the shift because my knees hurt me so bad. I was even contemplating quitting my job and um, starting looking for something less physical. Um, and that's when I actually fell upon 
a plant-based diet. Uh, I just started uh, researching. Uh, I first eliminated dairy from my diet, and that pretty much got me to lose like five pounds right away. And um, I just started feeling better. And then within probably about six, eight months, I transitioned to plant-based, and my weight came off, my 20 pounds came off, my arthritis went away, my back didn't hurt me, my skin issues were completely gone, my IBS was gone. Um, I had all this energy. It was like ridiculous. I mean, like I was running circles around the younger nurses at work. <laughs> so what did they say when they saw this it was like, what just happened? Yeah. I mean, my skin was clear. Like I don't even, I really don't even wear any makeup anymore. Maybe just a little bit of blush. And, you know, I had people saying to me, Karen, what are you doing? Like, you know, they noticed that I lost weight. They do. So like, I can't sit still cause I have all this energy. And, um, so of course, you know, like, I know, like you said, that you just want to, shout it from the rooftops and tell everybody what you're doing. But you learn very quickly that not everybody wants to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Which is the unfortunate thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was, you know, I, I tried whoever wanted to listen, you know, would listen. Um, but I also, at the time um, I decided that I needed to like do this as a, as a gig, like as a, as a job. So I went back to school to become a health coach and um, started my own business teaching plant-based cooking classes. So I just started reaching out to people. I had classes at my house. I would invite all my friends and I would just teach them about, you know, eating organic and, you know, reading labels and stuff and just make recipes. And, um, I reached out to our local organic farm, um, that had just opened up and, um, they had a farmhouse where they were, they had a kitchen. So I asked if I could do plant-based cooking classes there. So I started doing cooking classes there, so I started getting a following, um, and I would just, like, start bringing food into work. <laughs> so tell me how that went over. How did you – you're bringing food in and you're sharing your message. What, what was the response? Well, I was always known for my baking and my cooking anyway because I'm Italian. I always love to cook. I love to bake. But the thing was, the, the running joke was I would bring it in. For everybody else and I wouldn't eat it because I never was a big sweet eater but I love to bake so everybody was like oh great you know you're the thin one is bringing in the you know the bake stuff but I just if that was me you know that's Italian like food is love that's what you're taught so now I just started bringing in my my plant-based options and um everybody loved them it was you know uh, like I made cookies peanut butter cookies out of chickpeas um uh today I brought in a brownie dip that was made with black beans you know, um, it was, you know, 90% of the people, 95% of the people like my food. So have you had any converts? <laughs> like it's a religion or something, but have you had anybody take up your message with the plant-based diet? I have, because I have um, a couple friends at work who are battling uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, so they have, they have, they've gone in, but they're not quite as strict with that, with I am, but they've both seen results. I have a couple people at Hashimoto's autoimmune, you know, that, um, have helped with their, you know, with that. Um, and I guess I work with one doc who is vegan. So he's kind of my Guinea pig too. I bring in all my food for him to try. <laughs> now, was he Guinea, was he vegan before you or? Yes. Okay. Yes. He was actually vegan way before me, but he's one of those quiet docs that doesn't talk about it. Mm, okay. He doesn't talk about it at all unless you asked him questions but he's okay. like he's really kind of quiet he's not like a he's not from new jersey <laughs> <laughs> which has a lot for we, says a lot we huh? tend to be loud and, <laughs> 
I work, share our opinion very boisterous. Yeah, I work with someone from New Jersey, and she cracks me up every single day. Um, and she's got a really good sense of humor about it. Um, yeah. So I'm curious because you mentioned that you were having all these menopausal symptoms. So now when you mention menopausal symptoms and possibility of getting better, you're going to perk a lot of ears. So tell me, how did that? How did those symptoms get better or did they get better with the change in your diet? They did. The, the hot flashes definitely stopped. Now, I also dabbled in like, you know, some bioidentical hormones and I actually still do take an herb, a couple herbs. Um, for other menopausal issues that really aren't resolved by a plant-based diet. Okay. Um, but, um, like, I, I literally, like, maybe occasionally will have a warm flash, whereas before I was having such severe hot flashes, they were, like, every hour on the hour and being drenched. And how horrible. And how quickly did you see that response between changing your diet and improvement oh, with, of your symptoms? With, within a couple months. Wow. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty dramatic, and like I said, the big thing was the weight coming off. Um, it's been four years now. I lost twenty pounds, and I've kept that off, give or take like two pounds. And that's with eating massive amounts of food. Oh. You know how we how we eat on the plant based diet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so you're not so, counting calories, right? Absolutely not. I never ever was a diet person anyway, because I said I've been thin all my life, and if, even when I was at my heaviest, which was 20 pounds above where I am right now, <clears throat> no one would have said I was heavy. Mm. But for me, you know, when you're thin your whole entire life and you have 20 extra pounds on, it's very uncomfortable. And it wasn't even the fact that I had the 20 pounds on extra. I could, I could handle the fact that I was another a size bigger in my jeans, but I felt terrible. You know, it was all in my stomach and I just didn't, you know, I had no energy. I was felt blah. Right. Right. So once that weight was off, I just felt, Good. I just felt better. And so you mentioned a couple of um, herbal type remedies. What are you using that might help some of our listeners? Uh, well, for my menopause, I actually use a product from Christiane Northrop called uh, Amata. Okay, what's in it? Um, it's a is an herb in it, and I can't I don't have it in front of me, so okay. I, I can't pronounce it. It's like from Thailand, but it also has B12 in it okay. and B6, and also has kelp in it. So. You know, B12, obviously, we need for being um, plant-based, so it covers that. And kelp's good. I know kelp is good for your thyroid, So, mm -hmm. um, and the B6 is, is good, too. Um, so that's good. I take that, and I also do take um, – I take a vegan um, omega-3, the, the algae. Okay. Um, and I also take turmeric mm -hmm. uh, from time to time. Okay. And as far as any – advice to give for people who are contemplating this or, you know, strategies in starting or where they should go? Where, what have you found to be very helpful for people that you work with? Um, well, I, I tell everybody to just give up dairy first. Mm -hmm. If you do one thing, give up dairy, as we all know. And the more you read about it and the more I learn about it, I just, it, dairy is just so bad. Um, and I feel that giving up dairy has the quickest results. For people, especially if they're having any GI issues. And it's also very important for my moms because babies, you know, a lot of babies, even if they're breastfeeding, they have reflux or they get eczema and that's directly related to mom's diet. So I counsel my moms all the time about dairy. Mm -hmm. Just give it up. And it's known. I mean, it's, that's even the non-plant-based people will tell you that. 
Right. And I, I would have to concur. Dairy by far is the quickest um, thing to remove and you'd have this dramatic improvement. GI, joint discomfort, and skin issues. Those three things tend to, to resolve much more quickly than the others. Now, as far as any resources that you would recommend for people, do you have a, a go-to resource that you like to offer to people? Yes. And my when I work with people, because I'm, uh, I, I do one-on-one coaching and I do the group coaching too, um, I'm actually uh, hopefully going to start working with, uh, I found a plant-based, a wonderful plant-based doctor here. So um, hopefully she's trying to expand. And um, she just told me that she wants to open another office and she wants to hire another doc because she had two of her docs, and you'll, I'm sure, relate to this, two of her docs that she went to med school with called her and said, you know, I want to leave medicine. I can't do it anymore very frustrated with nobody gets better. You know, all you do is hand out meds. And they said to her, if I can practice what you're practicing, how you're practicing, I would stay. So she's trying to build her business. And um, there's actually one, the state insurance company, which I actually have because my husband works for a college. So he's on the state plan. Um, They actually uh, cover, they're trying to recruit like more family uh, care doctors who spend more time with you. And she practices lifestyle medicine, you know, along with plant-based. She does the stress management and everything, you know, the whole. Um, so I'm hoping that I, she's hoping to bring me on board with her, um, which would be wonderful. Now, would you work that as just a part-time gig or would you stay L&D or what would, yeah. what would you do? Yeah, I, I'm for DAM and labor and delivery. And um, I don't want to leave until my, my, kids are done having babies until they start having babies. I haven't started yet. (laughs) So I have to say, I would still stay there because I just, I still love what I do. Um, I would do both part time. Okay. So, um, and what is this doctor? What is this doctor's name? Dr. Chandler. Dr. Chandler. Okay. Yeah. Chandler wellness center. She's in out of Haddonfield, New Jersey right now. And then there's another doctor that, um, we're trying to get a plant-based program up at the hospital, but it's really hard. Um, the dietitians, it's really hard working with the dietitians because they're not plant-based. I completely understand this. And um, uh, it's really hard. But I, you would know, do you know, um, I'm sure you've saw uh, Forks Over Knives. Yes. Um, do you know the couple, the Dr. Letterman and mm-hmm. his wife? I actually met them, yeah. Okay, well, his father is Dr. Letterman, a cardiologist at my hospital. Oh, wow. Okay. So I've met him. I've been trying to. I, I email so many people and reach out to so many people and it's like trying to get, you know, I know he's busy. He was actually just out in California with Dr. McDougal and his son. And, um, we were on a panel together trying to get a plant-based program together. So I have so many things that I'm trying to get done, but it's just really, really hard to implement everything. I would love to help you come up with something to bring to your administration because I actually went to two different hospitals trying to get things going. And the last one, we got a lifestyle medicine program going, and it's been, it was it's successful, and it's going on a year now. So um be happy to give you some insight on how what words to use <laughs> that they like well, to hear. It's, it's, not, it's really hard because they wanted me to do – I did – they wanted me to do the cooking demos, but they don't want me to talk about nutrition. And how are you supposed to do cooking demos without talking about nutrition? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let's, yeah, it's like tying yeah. your hands behind your back and expecting you to, to paint a 
magnificent painting. So that is interesting because they just don't understand the, the value that you could be adding to their mm -hmm. customer base. Um, as far as, you know, challenges that you found that others have overcome, was there any, have you seen any commonality or is it like they really struggle with certain types of food or certain problems or, you know, timing or is it a budget thing? What, what have you found that's in your, your audience that you've been able to help them with? Um, I think most people is the convenient factor. You know, everybody says, I don't have time or it's, you know, it's too expensive. Or So I try to teach, you know, I go all over shopping. So I'm like, no, you don't have to go to Whole Foods. Like I go to Aldi's, I go to BJ's. So I show them how all the bargains are. And then I also like was started to say when I teach people, because I don't like to give out a bunch of handouts because I think people just throw them away. Um, I'm a big Pinterest person. And I make a Pinterest board, and I think it's a great way. I set up an individual Pinterest board for someone, so I put all my favorite books on there. You know, all the you know the Esselstyn and McDougal and Berman and all them on there, and then all the movies, and then you know my favorite uh, food products, um, if there's any supplements. So then everything's in one source. They go to one place for everything, and then they can look at it at their convenience. So that's awesome that you're using social media because you're going to have such a broad audience. I mean, you can reach people from every corner of the earth, which is amazing. Yes. And I'm big Instagram. I put all my food on Instagram. <laughs> what is your Instagram and Pinterest uh, username so we can find you? Well, my, my Pinterest is actually under my name, which is Karen Kelly. But my, my um, business name is Woman to Woman Health Coaching. Um, and if you just go to my website, then it just will link you right to my pin, all three, Pinterest, Facebook, and um, Instagram. That's the easiest and is way your, to just find it. Is your website woman to woman health coaching? Yes. Dot com? Yes. Okay. We'll make sure and put that in the show notes so they can find yes. you. Do yeah, you and I have, like, resources on there, and I have some recipes on there. Um, I'm, I'm helping to revamp that so I can go forward. I'm really, really good at what I do in teaching. I'm not good at the marketing marketing myself <laughs> and I, I need someone to help me <laughs> I think that's where networking is see I love the marketing I love learning about that yeah. stuff but um yeah networking is so important um because we are kind of scattered and I think that's one thing that this movement's missing is that common voice and moving forward and creating our agenda and getting the momentum behind it we're scientifically based and you know we're healthcare providers and we're the forefront of helping people and that is really really important so as far as, um, do you also have a Facebook page as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's also Women to Women Health Coaching? Yes. Okay. So we'll make sure and put all that together. And would you have any final um, thoughts that you would like to share with the audience if they're, as they're listening? Um, it's, you know, everybody, the first thing people say to me is, that's really hard. I could never do that. Mm-hmm. And one thing I learned of going back to school for being a health coach is um, it's all a mindset. And if you say it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. Right. If you say, I can do this, then you're going to do it. So when I work with clients, I'm like, you have to be positive with yourself. First of all, you have to love yourself enough to want to be healthy and take care of yourself and then take care of your family and be there for your family. And that's what I... I actually, when I teach my patients, because I'm always teaching, 
and I have a, our patients are getting sicker and sicker and they're young. I have mm. young girls, twenties and their thirties and they're very obese and they got all kinds of illnesses now because of their obesity. So, you know, I never focus on the weight because that's always a very touchy subject. Mm -hmm. So I always concentrate on health and I just tell them to, to love themselves and to concentrate on getting healthy because now you have this child you got to take care of. So um, I think that's really key and you have to be kind to yourself. So if you do mess up, it's okay. Just get up the next day and start over. Right. It's okay. You have to be kind to yourself because most people, when they go on diets, which I never <laughs> saw on a diet, you know, it's always, oh, you know, oh, I'm going to eat, I ate that donut. So I might as well eat this hamburger or, you know, it's always like they're sabotaging it. And I'm also trying to get people to stop saying that they deserve this. Like, you know, I had a hard day at work, so I deserve this glass of wine. I deserve this hamburger and French fries. I'm like, you don't deserve to put bad food into your body. You deserve to be kind to yourself. Go get a massage, you know, don't eat bad food. And that's, I'm having a really hard time because we're at the hospital. They're treating us. They treated us with, because we did 1,500 deliveries over the summer. Wow. So they're, they treated us with, uh, one day they gave us, um, they had a Mr. Softy truck come. Oh, so tell us, for those who aren't familiar with what that is. That's an ice cream truck. <laughs> Um, they had a picnic one day with hamburgers and hot dogs and really horrible coleslaw, potato salad, gross mm. stuff. Um, another day, one day they did massages, which that was the, the nicest thing. But I actually wrote to them and complained about it and treating us with bad food. What was their response? Um, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a rebel and a troublemaker. <laughs> which is good. <laughs> oh, I got a really patronizing response back from one of the nurse managers. Um, she told me that... Um, if, if I, that virtue was, uh, their goal was to be well, live well, be healthy, something like that. I forget what our, our motto is, you know, and she was telling me that, um, there would be salads. Oh, one day was a pizza party. That's right. There would be salad at the pizza party and that <laughs> Mr. Sophie offers a low calorie, low fat option. It's only 160 calories. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, the lesser of two needs evils. to say, needs to say, I did not respond to that email because I would have mm -hmm. said too much. Right. So I just left it alone, but we just had another survey that we had to do a page, patient survey. And I, um, again, uh, what he called my dismay about treating us with bad food. Mm -hmm. Um, so our cafeteria, I work with my cafeteria manager all the time. I'm always asking for stuff and, um, they're pretty good. Our cafeteria is probably better than a lot of other hospitals. Mm-hmm. Still not where I think it should be. Sure. Um, well, what, but what is one of your favorite recipes you like to share with people? Um, oh, geez. I have so many of them. <laughs> um, I, well, one of my, my husband's favorite is lentil tacos Ooh. and my cheese sauce. I make a vegan cheese sauce that is to die for. <laughs> Would you be willing to share that recipe so I could put it in the show notes? Sure. Sweet. Sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I understand that challenge of working with your hospital and we actually had a friend of mine who's a chef that come into my, to the hospital. The first one I worked here in, in rifle, Colorado, a little town literally named after a gun. And, uh, so, you know, we have hunters and ranchers and oil field workers. So that's the kind of the clientele that I'm used to working with, but, um, they actually did really cool. We took, uh, 29 employees and put them on a plant-based diet and the 
the cafeteria cooked it all and we distributed it to them. They did fantastic. We had some really awesome results. And, uh, you know, it was funny before I could actually roll that out, I actually had to speak to the lawyers at the hospital and I, <laughs> and for two hours we were discussing why I needed to, you know, put forth a kind of a, more of a study and get IRB approval. I was like, you do realize all I'm doing is feeding people more vegetables. <laughs> Exactly. But it's okay to feed them like hot dogs and hamburgers. Oh, my goodness. Before this. World Organization has said that, you know, causes cancer. Yeah. The Before this, they had a vegetable platter, and it was a deep-fried platter of all their vegetables. I'm like, why did you just run a perfectly good plate of vegetables? But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it, – it defies logic sometimes what we have to go through to make changes for the better. I mean, things that you would think would be common sense. Everyone on earth knows you need to eat your fruits and vegetables. Why do I need to talk – I actually had one of the lawyers tell me that, um, well, Dr. Marvis, you know, they might get sick. I was like – did you just hear what you said? <laughs> I mean, really, did you hear, did you just hear what you said? Because you said me feeding someone vegetables and take them off junk food is going to make them sick. <laughs> I really am speechless at this point. And I almost got up and walked out. I said, forget the whole thing. And luckily yeah. the CEO is a very yes. gracious man. He's like, Dr. Marvis, calm down. I'm like, I'm just trying to feed them vegetables. <laughs> and, um, but it all turned out well. And I, I learned a lot about conversing with lawyers no, no, you know, and I have lawyer friends and family that are lawyers, but at the same time, holy moly. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But, um, lots of good stuff, but I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to spend some time with us today. This has been great. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. <laughs> and don't forget to share that recipe with me and I'll make sure and spread that forth and we'll make sure that um, everyone knows to find you at Woman to Woman Health Coaching, especially Pinterest, which is under your name, which I'll spell um, under the show notes as well and click on there for your Pinterest followers. I think, you know, Pinterest, I think is dangerous for me because I would get lost and never come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I struggle enough with Facebook and Instagram. So, um, but again, thank you so much. And I, and I always want to end the show with um, a nod of acknowledgement and gratitude towards anyone who's you know, sharing their love and knowledge and giving someone hope, which I think is really hard in this world day and age. And for someone to take the time out of their day, especially a busy L&D for my goodness, 6,000 deliveries a year (laughs) makes my head spin. Um, I just want to say thank you for them and for us. And we're, we're, we're blessed to have you and, and our, on our side, helping making people well, healthy and um, a better world and where we're going to be. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I love it. It's my passion now. <laughs> it is. It's an overwhelming passion. It turns yes. into an obsession yes. and an addiction. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. But it's it's all good. Um, all righty. So thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next time. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. 